All right, everybody. Hello. You can like sit back too. Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit right here like a statue. I might move back at some point. I might I might stand up. I don't know yet. You you are allowed to move. (laughs) No, I'm just gonna stand. She's gonna walk around the living room. (laughs) Just Just sit right here. Just don't bang around a lot. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's what she said. That is what she said, and then she left me. Oh no, Wes. Oh, are we recording? Wes Weisenheimer. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wes uh, and I were just speaking about being made fun of his kids because of our last name, and he was a little upset because I make fun of his last name because it's not Weisenheimer, it's Weisenhofer. Right. I know that. But, mm-hmm. uh, but Weisenheimer is a cool kind of making fun of you last name. No, not cool at all. No. I like no. it. And then we also have Jenny Brzezinski. <laughs> Hello. Say that three times fast. Brzezinski. No, I couldn't. I couldn't pronounce nice it when I was little. One, right? Yeah, like I haven't heard that good one. Uh, you just said, I'm Jenny Spaghetti. I said Binky. I couldn't say That's oh, why a that's... lot of my friends from back home call me Binky as a nickname because I couldn't pronounce my last the name. The problem is that's adorable. And so who can make fun of that? Right? <laughs> You're about to tell me a little story about being made fun of as a kid. Well, so the attendance roles for classes in high school were printouts that they gave all the teachers and they gave them a new one every week. And whenever we had a substitute, they obviously didn't know who we all were. The names, how they were printed, it was last name first. And my last name, Weitzenhofer, is so long that it cut off my first name. So whenever there was a substitute, they were always looking for a wee Weitzenhofer. (laughs) <laughs> which was wee <laughs> really amusing to <laughs> the people I went to. Oh, I didn't mean to make you sad. <laughs> so, um, I was Alan that. Chicken a lot. Alan, what's shaken, shaken? You know, but they're all things that I didn't care about. Those are cool. When you've kind of embraced well, that chicken. now, right? Like, chicken. Like your email address. And yeah. Uh, chicken and bake is my actual email address. Nobody used that that's one. A, that's a chicken reference. That's a, that's a chicken. Yeah. It's a, well, isn't chicken bake like you put chicken uh, in a bag? You can and, put pork exactly. chops in a bag. Oh, I'm sorry. You can do anything you want you with shake and bake. You can bread anything. Yeah. Anything? Yeah. yeah. Your cat. This podcast sponsored by Shake and Bake. Does it still exist? Because that's actually not true. Don't sue me, Shake and Bake. But uh, do they still make it? Pretty sure they do. I'm intrigued by this cat thing, though. I don't. Well, I'm just put, saying. Put a cat in a bag and shake it. <laughs> shake it bag. Uh, and if it survives, psychology. I don't know what that meant at all. Um, so, welcome to the board game uh, podcast. And I say board game because the Wikipedia page lists it as board game instead of games. Instead of games, which makes sense. Uh, and we're doing this special episode uh, because it's almost Christmas time. Or Hanukkah time. Actually, it is Hanukkah time right now for Hanza. all of you Jews and Jewesses. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk all about board games, and we're going to uh, let you guys know what we feel the best board games for you to buy your loved ones and your little tykes is this Christmas season, or any Christmas season, really. Because holidays. Holidays, because that's a great thing all about board games. out there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great thing about board games is they do not grow old as we know from classics that we'll talk about. I am going to... Well, actually, you know what? I want to uh, pat myself on the back and Wes here on the back because he was on this podcast. But the last one we did with Dave Ross uh, was time travel. Mm. And we actually got to like 135 of all comedy podcasts and iTunes, which doesn't seem like a lot. But since there's thousands, 
of podcast. It's a, it's a happy small victory. Congratulations. Be- yes, because we're still up on You and Noteworthy on iTunes. And that's the thing that people don't know. If you rate and review a podcast on iTunes, it actually puts you up in the rankings and gets you like on the front page and people click on it and listen and so on and so forth. That's why all the top ones are always up there. Oh, I'm going to go home and rank myself. Exactly. <laughs> well, Alan, let me just say you're welcome. Exactly. It's all you. It was all because of Wes Weisenheimer. <laughs> uh, White, oh, sorry, Weisenhofer, he's starting to tear up. So please rate and review it. Thank you very much. Whatever happened, happened. <laughs> but let's get into board games. I'm going to, as always, read the brief little summary here on Wikipedia. Because there's actually a couple of really cool things in here. Like I never really thought about what the first board game ever was. And it goes into Lost a little bit. Oh, we'll get there. I have a guess we'll now. get there. We'll get there. A board game is a game that involves counters or pieces moved or placed on a pre-marked surface or board. According to a set of rules, games can be based on pure strategy, chance, or a mixture of the two, and usually have a goal which a player aims to achieve. Early board games represented a battle between two armies, and most current board games are still based on defeating opposing players in terms of counters, winning position, or accrual of points, often expressed as in-game currency. There are many different types and styles of board games. The representation of real-life situations can range from having no inherent theme, as with checkers, to having a specific theme and narrative, as with Cluedo. No idea what that game is. Cluedo? Never heard oh, of it. Are we still recording the podcast? Ah. <laughs> Do you know what Cluedo is? No, I have no idea. No, I okay. don't have a Cluedo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Rules can range from very simple, as in tic-tac-toe, to those describing a game universe in great detail, as in Dungeons and Dragons, although most of the latter are role-playing games where the board is secondary to the game, helping to visualize the game scenario. Don't worry, this is almost over. The amount of time required to learn to, pl- to play or master a game varies greatly from game to game. Learning time does not necessarily correlate with the number of complexity of rules. Some games, such as chess or go, have simple rule sets while possessing profound strategies. I mean, that's all obvious that's not the interesting part but i like to start off with the summary so wikipedia is it's user generated right so somebody took the time to write that yeah that's insane now here's the thing though it's like that could have also already been an encyclopedia and someone just copied and pasted Mm. it like most things i think on wikipedia plagiarism yeah well (laughs) pretty much really uh have have either of you ever played dungeon the dragons I used to just steal my brother's dice, and I used to just play all these games with the dice. But uh, does Dungeons and Dragons have a board, or just had cards and a dice? Right? Was well, I think it said secondary, so I don't know if that means that there was a board because I actually never played Dungeons and Dragons. I was more of a Magic: uh, The Gathering and yes, Yu Gi Oh uh, card player. <laughs> hey, you know what? It was fun. If you didn't get made fun of for your name. You're going to get made fun of for Yu-Gi-Oh. I would sit in AP history with some friends whenever the teacher was out, which he was out a lot for some reason, and the sub would just let us play cards, Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff. That's so awesome. we're not going to complain. Well, that's the thing, though. Cards, still like apples to apples. I mean, it's a card game. There's no board, but I consider it a board game. Right. No, How yes. does that go? I, I feel like anything that you play with other players and you're sitting at a table to do it, it's basically all a game. I mean, board games is obviously a very specific genre of a game but apples to apples and categories cards against humanity cards against humanity awesome. i feel like these are all we're we're gonna consider them board games for our well purposes. because you're bored so you want to play a game right exactly so, you consider the, true. the table the board yeah. the table is the board that's the true world too. is your board that's true yeah the you, actually, you board. can <laughs> totally consider the table a board and yes the world is your board absolutely oh way to bring it down <laughs> 
<laughs> this Wikipedia page is very short, which is great. But the, the, the thing that I find most interesting is the history of it. So let me see if you guys can hazard a guess. Right? Bonus round. Yeah. Uh, what do you think they consider to be the very first board game? It's not apples to apples. I'm deferring to Jenny first. Stone tablets. The Ten Commandments. Did I win? What did you, I win? I threw a dart at the Ten Commandments and you yeah. decided which one and to break. And then... Oh, I was going to say which one, which one you do for that day, but I'll break it. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of what the game is called. I'm going to, I'm giving you a hit. That in, in that, Lost. Backgammon? Or uh, Mancala? No. That's one of those names no. like that, right? Chinese checkers. Did you watch Lost by chance? I did not. I'm you one did of those not. Well, you, My wife and I were having a discussion about this, what, what we thought the first game was. And we talked about the game in Lost. It's got the white stones and the, and the dark stones, right? They're, they're, yes. And it comes in a box. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. It, it's yeah. all in this little like stone carved box, right. That you pull out. No, no other guesses for you there. No, no go ahead. Okay. He says tic tac toe. I'm gonna be yeah. so mad. <laughs> no, it's not tic tac toe. Board games have been played in most cultures and societies throughout history. Some even predate literacy, uh, skill development, and the earliest civilizations. A number of important historical sites, artifacts, and documents exist which shed light on early board games. So, Senate. Senate. Yeah, I don't know if that's how you pronounce is it. Is that really? Is that S E N E T? That's that's what they were playing. Yes, Locke teaches the kid in the first season of Lost, right? Um, I don't know if it's no, no. It's I think it's the episode where Jacob and uh, the Man in Black are playing. No, all right. So close to the end of the <clears> and, season. Yeah, so they're they're actually playing the very first game because who knows how long they've been around. They but, invented games. Exactly. Senate has been found in pre-dynastic and first dynasty burials of Egypt, 3500 BC and 3100 BC, respectively. Senate is the oldest board game known to have existed and was pictured in a fresco found in Merknera's tomb uh, back in like 3300-2700 BC. Um, so that's kind of cool. There's actually a picture, and uh, obviously you at home cannot see this. <laughs> I was like, uh, I wonder what it looked like. But this one right here. Is actually was drawn, and it kind of looks like chess almost in this picture. Oh, it does. Yeah, but um, wow. Yeah, just Even go to the Wikipedia page if, you, if you wanna if you're interested in the pictures. So that's kind of cool, uh, only for the fact that there was actually tomb paintings of of it, and they did play it in Lost for all you Lost you say fans. Tomb tomb paintings. Tomb paintings. paintings. Like in a tomb, like where they bury people. Yeah, that's what I just read. That's Do what not just listen to me when I read. I did, and I saw the picture of the little hieroglyph thing. I just like it's a fresco. It didn't really like it didn't really like process in my head that there were dead people where they were like painting pictures of games. <laughs> that seems weird to me. Like this person died playing <laughs> exactly Senate. Well, no, but it, it was probably Merknera's or whoever the hell it was his uh, favorite game, or maybe they invented it. Who knows? Because if you think about it, we have so we have video games, we have all these things now. But back in the day, they had nothing. So it's like to fit. I, I would have thought board games would have been even older or some sort of version of them, which they might have been. It just so happens they didn't draw frescoes and right. tombs about them. You know what did people do? I mean, they had kids and they died at fifteen, but still those. <laughs> What did you say? Hunted? hunted yeah. yeah. Uh, What's okay? You hunt. You don't hunt all day. You play stuff. So I'm just I'm just surprised it's not even older than right. that. Okay. Stop. Stop. Stop <laughs> with that face. Stop, stop with that face. Do you guys remember the very first games you played, mm. or or the first thing you know the first time you're like, holy crap, this is fun. I'm gonna give my age away. Uh, I think. Well, Mousetrap <laughs> was it was Senate? My, it was <laughs> Senate. Was I invented Are you that? Uh, I took a break from the pyramid building and I made a game. Um, Mousetrap was my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. Tripoli was my favorite 
because that was a gambling game and we gambled with pennies and I felt like a a man child then a woman child <laughs> like uh I loved gambling with pennies when I was little I don't I, no, I don't think that gives away your age though Mousetrap No mouse I have they still we, make mousetrap They do I, ha- yeah. I have mousetrap oh, yeah. everybody oh. grows grows up playing mousetrap No Jenny's only five years old. I'm only five. <laughs> She's 56. I people. She have looks a great really deep voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those are my favorite Candyland. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like Candyland Checkers was pretty early on. Connect Four. I don't Connect, Connect Four. four. That's, That's maybe the earliest game, game I can think. Oh, good, yeah, that yeah, was good, a good call. I, I think mine, and, and I don't know why, because I remember playing Connect Four and Mousetrap and all these, but my first memory, and maybe because it's one of my favorite games, is Monopoly. Oh, yeah. Um, even not knowing how to play. Just the, just the paper money and like pretending you're rich. It's like I got all the money. <laughs> this is how I sounded when I was six. Did you, you ever steal money when someone walked away? Not theirs, but like steal out of the bank. Yes, I, I tried to be the bank every time, so and then you try money. to sneak money. Yeah, and then up to a certain point, I realized actually it's more fun just to play. You know what I thought was rich was uh, when I was a kid. If somebody had electronic battleship versus regular battleship oh. it yeah. seemed to me like that family must be rich they are loaded <laughs> they got white people money in this house <laughs> i don't know what that meant at all but uh i know i remember i remember someone as a kid always saying let's play battleship i'm like oh shit you have battleship i'm, I'm thinking in my head please be electronic please be electronic yeah. and then it was always not and then i was like okay it's still fun though I have electronic battleship now. As an adult, I'm like, yeah, and finally have electronic. But it's why Star we, Wars. Why have we not played? Oh. It's Star Wars electronic. Why, battleship. Did you bring it? I didn't. Oh. But what's what? cool about it is, one of you has to be the Empire. One of you has to be the Rebels. And when you play, it's like Obi Wan talking to you, or it's Darth Vader talking to you. That's oh, that's fun. cute. And I like yeah, that. It's really oh, that's cool. cute. <laughs> that's so cute. It's so, it's so cute. cute. I used to get mad. Did anybody else get mad? Like. If you sank my battleship, if you, I was just—I wasn't an angry child, yeah, like but well, I got really mad when I ran out of money, or when <laughs> when I landed on someone else's hotel, park place, and board. I got really pissed. See, that's the thing about the non-electronic battleship that I always did—is it's like D four, and then it's like, oh, <laughs> oh you no, you missed, and then you move it over a little bit. That's why I didn't like the regular one. Because bad child. <laughs> Well, if I could cheat, I knew you could cheat. Is this a podcast on board games or cheating? Uh, Listen, bo- it, it, it comes with the territory. Exactly. Yeah. Right. If you didn't cheat playing a board game, you're you a may liar. be a pussy. A, and a liar. You're and a liar. And lying. Yeah. The history of board games is what I found most fascinating, which apparently I was the only one in this podcast. I thought it was fascinating. fascinating. I paid attention and saw your mm. hieroglyphics. <laughs> Whatever. But it does make the point that, you know, the advent of video games where you can actually not only play video games, but you can also play board games on the video game system has completely, you know, there was a decline of regular board games, of course. It's so much. It's actually a lot easier. You don't have to set up when you play a video game, really. But there's just something so much more, for me, fun and hands-on and, you know, just grasping things and being able to move your guy rather than the computer doing it for you. And... I feel like that maybe that's something most people feel because board games seem to be making kind of not necessarily resurgence now, but as I'm growing older, people are having game nights. And I mean, I have game nights here. So I feel like that's one thing technology can't usurp, perhaps. There is, um, I think you're right. I agree with that. There is something interesting, though, in that you can get Monopoly for your Xbox and play Monopoly with people in. Europe or Asia, 
which is kind of for sure interesting or risk on the computer you, you can play and you can play these games on your iPhone or, or your your yeah. iPhone and or Android phone and or Google phone right but really just your iPhone because Words with Friends is basically Scrabble right it's Scrabble with more options and more points and now you more know points. what they're and more they're points turning, is always yeah. best and they're turning that and I, I don't know if they already have into a board game so you can get Words with Friends really? Scrabble style well, the only game. thing I don't like about it is that. You know, do you remember the days back when you would call like a, a business and somebody would actually answer and say, hi, thank you for calling so-and-so. Right. How may I direct you? What do you need? And now it's all automated. So uh, my thing with that is, you know, I've, I actually had for a minute the Monopoly game on my phone and I would play it against the computer. And I know you can play other people, but I miss being able to face-to-face talk to people and not need, I hate when I go to bars and there's a TV on and half the time people that are talking to you keep looking up and they look at you and they're looking up and I miss that connection. Or their phone. Yeah, so... Well, and there's bars now, they've been for a while, that, that have, have board, board games. That have board games, yeah. Which, which... Probably still have TVs, though. Did you know board games can be therapeutic? Yes. Uh, and they can also have been shown to improve children's spatial numerical understanding. And this is because the game is similar to a number line in that they promote a linear understanding of numbers rather than blah, 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 blah. That's all boring mm-hmm. stuff. We all know that. But but that's it's good. More I feel like more people in school growing up, like kindergarten, first grade, second grade, you should play more board games in class. Because it's not only, and I don't know if they do that now because I'm old. Uh, I'm older than you. Er, older. I'm older. Not only does it teach you certain things it's also about the social interaction i mean you're playing with other people you're discussing you're trying to, so it, i'm just saying if i ever ran a first grade class which it legally i'm not allowed be. to do just kidding <laughs> just kidding you too oh god thank you i feel so alone yeah, now. But, uh, what were you gonna say uh th- that i'm just telling you i i think that we to turn this podcast into a world healing session i think that's the problem with now where there's no interaction anymore there's automated systems no one answers the phone you play board games online with someone over that you're never going to meet which is really cool it's really cool to play with somebody over in russia it's cool i get it but i need to talk to people and we all forgot how to you know let's have a board game night no tv you don't need electricity for board games you don't like we were filming something last weekend was it out in mount pinos and there was no tv we were all just kind of we didn't even drink we were too tired and then by the time we left we had opened a closet door because it was in this cabin and we realized there were board games and we were all so mad because we were sitting around talking which we liked but we i mean we saw this huge closet full of Awesome board games. And we were all like, no, why didn't we know that? It's fun. And we all need to connect more. I thought it was going to be a horror film for a second there. It was like we opened the closet and there were and there board were games. Board well, games. Well, because it's fun. It's good they found the board games because really they were just going to do the, do that orgy thing. We were going to yeah. kill people. Yeah, well. and kill people. Be, but. There was um, kind of going along with like, you know, needing social interaction. It seems like some of the games that you were just talking about where it teaches you know, spatial skills and recognizing shapes and stuff. I feel like I don't see that stuff out there anymore. And it it reminded me when I was a kid, there was two games. One was, um, and I think you do see this one a little bit, um, I don't know if it was called Memory or what, but it was like a bunch oh, of picture yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, down, and you have to match them. I love that I actually game. have travel memory. And then, really? Yeah, it's the little one. You love take on game. road trips. And I don't remember what the, this other one was called, but it was like a little square box. It was a plastic box. And it had shapes all over it. 
and the one that pops out and it pops out you yes. push the thing down and it like slowly ticks up I still have that too and when the timer runs out it oh perfection like, perfection yeah. I yeah. have travel perfection I love uh, that we game we both have travel oh, games I do you have travel games Wes I do that. I have I have oh, travel awesome. hungry hungry hippos <gasps> oh that's cool that's really yeah. cool uh, speaking of having game nights we I have some here I'll have to invite you next time and uh, Wes has some that this podcast is not going to come out in time uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Wes is trying to do drunk, not drunk, where half of us are drunk, half of us are not drunk, and we see who wins the game, board games, and then yeah. you put it on what, Ustream? Ustream, yeah. yeah. Right now it's on Ustream. Yeah. Um, it's like three hours of of games. And we're, we're the first time we, you know, we kind of were testing out what worked and what didn't work, and now we're sort of tailoring it to where um, more of the games are a little bit more party game-like and a little bit less, you know, board game Mm-hmm. Know, because it's hard for somebody watching a stream. Well, like Cards Against Humanity or Apples to Apples. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah. it's hard for people on a computer to watch, see what we're doing on the table. So um, so now we're trying to create an opportunity for viewers to be able to participate in the chat window, and they can make guesses. Do a shot of tequila. Tell the guy on the right to do some tequila. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right? and, and it's a lot of fun only because I love playing board games, so that's going to be fun tonight. That's the only reason why? Um, why why come over to your house? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's no other Because there's alcohol. Ever. Well, I'm not drinking. No, you're not drinking. I'm not drinking because oh, I'm a designated player? driver. Nice. Plus, if you steal or cheat when the drunk people aren't paying attention, then you'll win. <laughs> or you'll get shot. Oh. I'm kind of the sergeant at arms at these things. Because <laughs> Wes kind of loses control sometimes, and I have to put everybody back. That's why. Order. That's why people should watch. Just to watch you lose control. <laughs> Is that exactly. true? Are you always the drunk? No, I don't drink no, at all. I never drink. He's got to be. He's the really? games master. He's the games master. Never, so never drink alcohol. So never I done can't drugs. Cheat oh, really? Never over. drink alcohol. No, I've never done it. Not a sip. Not a sip. So when it comes to board games, I don't know, and and I don't know if it's just you know since we're older and we're not kids and we're not kind of introduced to new ones as much. I mean, there are some that we are introduced to, but like I don't know if what new ones came out this year. All I know is the ones that are the most fun to play. Uh, I know there is a, a recent one that we'll talk about later that sounds a lot of fun. I haven't played it yet. The classics mm-hmm. are the classics for a reason because they pretty much ha- incorporate the very basis of what you want to play to begin with, like right. Monopoly and Risk and, and all these games. So it's it's hard to take perfection and then turn it into something else. Like perfection the game? Exactly. Tell that to the movie industry. All right. yeah. We remake Monopoly. Let's remake but Battleship. But they do, they do, though. You know, like they, well, they have holiday editions and stuff. Yeah, but and like There is a hundred million Monopoly editions. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Which um, there is a Monopoly movie. Uh, I hear they're working what? on. What? Yeah. And, they've been and, working on a Monopoly and hung, movie for And Hungry oh Hungry Hippos, God, which I'm I freaking excited about. Are you sure? I, I thought that was just a fake poster. I no, saw no, that no, poster. There, there are a bunch of fake posters, yeah. but they actually did make a deal to uh, with Hasbro to make like a, Hungry uh, Hungry Hippos like a, uh, uh, like a Pixar kind of. I think or, it's going to be okay. animated. Okay. I, I, I would like want to see. a real one. I want to see no. an R-rated Hungry Hungry Hippos where people are just getting I do too. Those things are amazing. Hippo orgy. Just like Fantasia. Wasn't there a hippo orgy in Fantasia? A hippo orgy? No. Yeah. No? No. Oh, Isn't just... that why you have your name, Movie Hippo? Because you like the hippo, hippo orgy. Is that it? <laughs> if you guys are stuck on a desert island with only one game oh. to play with as many imaginary friends as you wanted, because you would be the only one there, what game would that be? Tetherball. That's not a board game. That's not a board game. It should be. And you lose. Um, that's a really tough question. That is a hard Do, would you like question. me to answer first? Yes. Yeah. I would pick Cranium. All right. I like those games. It's categories. Those are, I, you know, I was going to say when you just said that a lot of new ones don't come out. Like last year I went to get just, I knew we were having a like a girls night out and I wanted to go see like if I could find a good board game. 
And they really are. They're all like these categories and cranium and all this. I mean, nothing was nothing changed. I mean, cranium, I feel, is the last new one. And it's not new anymore. But the last one that came out that was like kind of, oh, everybody loves this game. But if you think about it, it's because cranium is just several ga- popular games. Right. It's Pictionary. It's uh, charades. It's uh, kind of that game celebrity that you just play on your own and, and you, you make it up yourself. It's all the games in one. So it's not even a new game. They just decided, hey, let's pick all the fun games, put it into one game. And that's what I love about it. And you get to sculpt stuff out and of And you get to sculpt stuff out of clay. Did anyone ever play Boulder Dash? Um, which one is that again? Yeah. I, I have, but I, I can't remember which one it is. I believe that's the one. It was the one where you had to, you, you, somebody said a word, and then you had to make up your own definition. Right. And then you turned it in in whichever different. It's kind of like apples to apples, but everything's made up except the words. Right. I believe somebody checked that out. I might be lying, no, no, but you're right. it's um, it's someone picks the card, sees the definition, writes down, and then everybody has to write down the correct definition. Mm. Um, and then if more than one person writes down the correct definition, no one gets that. But then if you pick which one you think is the correct definition, you get points. So it's apple to That's apples. That's the best but- thing about it, though, is like the things you make up. Right. Sounds so real. You were just trying to convince everyone that what it's it's hilarious. No, yeah. So if I write down, I know it's wrong, but it looks so right, and you pick it, I'll get points. Fantastic! I love that. I actually don't think I've actually played it, but uh, hmm, new game to buy: Balderdash. Balderdash. I'm trying to answer this question. Uh, If I was on a desert island, I actually got a new a new game that's kind of like that. It's probably going to make its uh, appearance on Drunk Not Drunk. Oh, really? A new one? Yeah, it's it's real similar to that, but you're instead of like creating a definition, you're trying to. So somebody reads, um, my favorite thing to wear is, and then everybody writes down what they think that person's favorite thing to wear is, and then they all submit it, and then everybody votes on what they think the real answer is. So you're sort of bluffing and kind of being funny. So you it's, fill out a card. So you fill out one too, right? And then yeah, they, everybody they pick, fills out one. Pick, yeah. yeah. So it's a little bit like I like that. games like that. Um, I like the way we're talking about stuff until we figure out which game. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Apples to Apples, the dirty adult version. Oh, I There's love that dirty game. Adult I apples to Apples, or it's, you mean Cards Against Humanity? Is that the same thing? I call it Apples to Apples because that's how I got introduced to it. But yeah, we have we have both um, sets of the new ones now. And Cards Against Humanity might be might be my. Cho- I, I don't think I can make that choice. The problem with Cards Against Humanity is it's a lot of fun, but I don't feel like on a desert island for the rest of my life. It would be fun. It would get old fast. So yeah. we're going around Monopoly board. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah, but that's I why I would pick laugh. Cranium because it's got so many different choices. Oh, that's true. And one. I'd like to uh, I, I have redraw one. my answer. Um, it's, on, it's on my list, though. Uh-huh. I no, yeah, go for it. Um, I, I, I don't know anybody who knows how to pronounce it. but um, Weisenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I believe it's called Dixit. D-I-X. Space. This was a family I show, think. Wes. You um, do know that, right? This, this, actually, this game show. was um, it was a game of the year. It's a, I think it's a French game. When you open it up, the instructions are in like French. Well, they're in they're in like twenty different languages. So um, there's you don't actually really need instructions for the game. There's nothing written on any of the cards. There's no board, and it's a little bit like apples to apples. Um, so you have these kind of oversized cards that have these amazing pictures on them they're um they're like paintings i mean they're they're absolutely beautiful and they're really creative um so it might be like a a, an anchor in the middle of the desert with a blue sky above it or it could be um a little girl with an umbrella wearing you know a pink outfit or something and 
each time it's every time it's your turn, you look at your cards and you you get to say pick one card and say whatever you want about that card. You're describing that card. So like the anchor in the desert, you might say lost at sea. And you put your card face down and everybody else finds a card that they think in their hand matches that phrase and everybody submits it and then everybody gets to vote kind of like apples to apples or whatever. And but the the genius of it is any age can play it and it it transcends all language barriers. So it's like a beautiful game. It's creative. It's you can you know sort of you're only limited by your yourself and your creativity. So I we're talking about so wait are you changing your answer or are you apples to apples desert island uh, or cards against humanity? I said I'd like to redraw. I meant to retract. <coughs> so I'm going to retract my statement on redrawing and I'd like to retract my game. And I'm not going to go until Wes goes. Wes, I Wes I just said dicks it. Now who wasn't listening? Fine. Dixit was you my know choice, what? My talking. game on the t- deserted island would just be cone of shame. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I pick my game. <laughs> Screw you. Screw you, radio audience. iPod audience. Is that really TV a audience? Just it shame. can be, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what uh, the dog from Up, Up had to wear? Yeah. Cone of shame. Correct. I love that movie. I do. Let's just have a moment of silence. Let's just think about it. Okay, so what you're saying is you're not going to pick a game. You know what? It's disappointing. Cards against humanity. Deal with no, it. No, 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 no. You're stuck on no. the island. You are stuck on the island with it now. The only thing Can that I washed ashore was five volleyball? seconds. Volleyball. I just, I just. Want Everybody, volleyball. count down. Five, four, uh, three, two, one. Cards against humanity. <laughs> Cards against it humanity. It could be a board game. Cards Can we make tetherball a board we're game? We're all very disappointed. In I would like listen, to see you make tetherball uh, into listen. a board game. Okay. Can we all use our imaginations here for a second? We'll have a little square board, and we'll have a little mini tire because this is how we did it. When I lived uh, back in Atlanta, uh, a in, tire the 20s. Fi- uh, in the 20s, we had a tire filled with cement, and then we put a pole up in a ball. Uh, and then we could put it on the board game, and then we'll put that little donut tire in the middle with cement and a little ball. And then you go around, and you pick cards, and like if you land, you get to swing. And if one swing, you get it, and you have a little bat too. And you bat it around. And... No? So okay. basically, Jenny's choice is cards against humanity. Um, <laughs> moving along, because uh, I want to get into apples to apples a little bit because I don't know how new this game is. It's it, it has it been around for a while. Apples to apples? Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, because really, I never played it. It's like the monopoly of board games. There's a there's a million versions of apples to apples too. Yeah, well, I've I've played it for the first time maybe like a year or two ago, and I loved it. And then I'd never owned it, so at uh, an unspecified uh, establishment, it was on sale, and I. But they were selling sour apples to apples. And I'm, I looked at it. I'm like, okay, sour apples to apples is just apples to apples with a little extra. And I'm like, okay, I'll buy sour apples to apples. Apples to apples for old people. Yeah. No, well, because <laughs> well, you can play. apples to apples. You can play regular apples to apples. But as in case nobody knows what apples to apples is, there's a, there's a judge. They get a word such as calamity. And then everybody else has to use one of the cards in their hand that have words such as um, Adolf Hitler's nipples and stuff mm. like that. And then whoever picks the best, <laughs> whoever picks what they think it, uh, coincides with that word the best or in the funny way that the judge picks their card and they get the point, basically. Right. Now, Sour Apples to Apples uh, gives you an extra little apple. Uh, it's a physical little apple that the judge also gets to pick the worst choice. And whoever chose that definition uh, presses the apple down, and then they have like some sort of um, 
uh, thing that they have to do or they can't talk the next round or they lose a card. And I was like, oh, cool. It's going to have this little extra element. But my advice is buy regular apples to apples. Oh, sad. Yeah, because the thing about it is the regular apples to apples has definitions on the card. Which is kind of fun to read those and just be like, hmm, what could we go? The, the sour apples apples doesn't because each card has the judge's word and what the contestants pick on the same card. Uh, whereas in regular apples to apples, they're different cards. And so you flip it one way when you're the judge. And oh, that's I see your what word. you're saying, right. So, yeah. And gotcha. the judge picks whatever word they want instead of just randomly. Oh, that's cheating. And I feel, and I could be wrong, because it would be funny if they're all the same exact words. I feel like it's way more kiddie. Like, the words weren't really fun. Um, The definitions never really kind of like, or not the definitions, but the words that we all picked to match the word didn't seem as fun as regular apples to apples, which which was weird, because I don't know if that's the case, but it felt that way. It's interesting. I, I almost buy apples to apples every time I go shopping for games. But you don't I, have it? I don't have it. And, and um, Because, you know, I have Dixit and I have Cards Against Humanity. I have, like, other games that are kind of like it, so I end up mm. never getting it. Well, I think if you have Cards Against Humanity, you yeah. don't really need apples to apples because uh-huh. it's just And Cards Against Humanity, in case anybody doesn't know, is the adult version, basically, of apples to apples. But it's called Cards Against Humanity. You can either buy it, I think, on their website, or you can actually print them out on your own cards for online for free. They, yeah. they allow you to do that. That's what Wes did. Yeah. And it is incredibly perverted. And incredibly raunchy, so it's not for kids. It's insane. It's for it's yeah. Amazing. Let's. It's only ten years old and up. That's where so the Hitler, <laughs> Hitler's nipples is probably. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm not gonna get that card. It probably is on there. Not. In it's always a winner. Apples. Yeah. Yeah. There's like stuff about like Glenn Beck and just some pretty Ridiculous twisted. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, but I mean, aside from political things, kids wouldn't know. It's got words like smegma, right. which um, little story. <laughs> we have to get into it. No, no, we won't get into it. But this is how raunchy this game is. That sometimes Wes sees a word and is like, "Oh my god, I want to know what that is." I don't want. Or I don't want to tell any of you. I don't want to play it. I don't want to tell you guys what it means because some of us didn't know what spengma meant. And then, well, I did, but and I was I was messing around with him. But that's how adult it is. Yeah. So so and I'm just I'm just Wes doesn't want me to tell the story. But the reason I am is because. Don't get it for your kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or else you're going to have to explain a yeah. lot. Wes is a 63-year-old man. <laughs> get off my lawn. Just, Wait, why uh, don't they make apples for apples um, telling your kids about sex versions? So you sit that's, down that's and you idea. play with your kids, and then you have to explain what a penis is and what sex is. I, and... I bet you that there is something, not necessarily a game like that, but I bet there is something you can buy that's, that's similar. Yeah, put out by the church, a, it's so it's not that a, yeah, fun. Good idea. Sex is bad. The card is sex is bad. And that's your choice. And the answer is the true or false. Is murder. Oh, I have God. a feeling that that there, you know, even though it's a good idea, there's something, you know, as a psychologist, um, a child psychologist, as a child, as this child psychologist, as an imaginary psychologist, I feel that people probably don't want to make learning about sex fun because they'll think kids will think it's fun. Does that make sense? Psychology. Well, that's like saying I don't want to give my high school student condoms because I don't want that. Yeah, they're, that really well they're having sex. No, that, I don't so think so. Because do when, you, when you learn about sexuality in, in high school or, or elementary school, I don't remember. I think it was fifth grade for me. Uh, it's very sanitary. I don't know if that's the right word I'm looking for, but very <laughs> kind of. Do you know what I mean, though? Just like. I'm going to tell you about sanitized. sex, but let me wash sanitized. my hands first. Yeah, it's yeah. sanitized. Right <laughs> it's it's scientific. Which is, I think, a good way to start it off. 
just the very basics of learning about biology yeah. in class. I feel like a board game would be like, oh, wait, a penis goes into vagina? Haha, <laughs> that's funny. Let's do that. How about a Pictionary version of teaching? <laughs> <laughs> there probably is. That's the thing. I bet Listen, all these I'm just saying exist. this is for the parents who might have a little trouble out there telling their kids that yeah. they're... I agree. They're sexual beings. They're little. Se- it'll be called apples to apples sexual mini sexual beings. Because really, edition. the kids watch don't, it comes out next year. Depending on how I old want they are, half. Depending on how old they are, the kids don't want to do it either. So I think like you know they don't want to have that conversation. They don't want to have that conversation with their parents, right? So it makes it fun for the parents. Makes it fun for the kids. Makes it bearable yeah. for half an yeah. hour. See everyone out there. I just gave you an idea. We're Not only to make money, but to for disagree Christmas. on this one. I think you're you're. Uh, Creating little rapists with that game. <laughs> little rapists. I'm just saying. I think That's little rapists. a different version. <laughs> that would be a good game, though. Little rapists. <laughs> it's the next version of Cards Against Humanity. I can't <laughs> have a board game teaching children about safe sex and sex in general, but he can have a board game, Apples to Apples, Little Rapist well, Edition. Well, what I'm a man. Hell? <laughs> we get to do what we want. What? Uh, speaking of rapists, well, it's pronounced chicken. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I've never played that everybody says is fantastic is Settlers of Catan. Yeah, I like that game. I've never played it. Have you ever played it? No, but that reminds me that I just uh, downloaded on my phone the version of the old, um, what's the wagon wheel one where everyone dies of dysentery yeah. or something? Uh, Oregon, Oregon Trail. Trail. Oregon Trail. I downloaded that on my... I, I what it's remember playing that when I was little. I was so good. None that. of my people died. I was well, that was one of those games you played wow, at really? school, yeah. too. They yeah, let you I play. Yeah, I have fun. the uh, the knockoff iPad version, Oregon Settlers. <laughs> does yours, uh, Does anyone have anything on their phone? Because I downloaded that on my phone, and every day I get text messages from the game saying, come back and play. We've done something. We've got something. My come phone. Back, does any, does that happen back. to anyone? Or, may, my, I'll show you my phone. Like Every like day I'll get a text going, come back to the Oregon Trail, whatever. I'm like, for stop you. texting me. A game's texting me to play with it. I'm getting Aren't scared. you the one that just said you, you hate that people play games on phones now? Yeah, but I just... Uh, when yeah, I, but she's I, excluded. Uh, no. When I heard about it, I wanted to see if it was like the one that like I played the, yeah. when I was little. You know what I Oregon Trail has? Not a green, if the screen's not completely yeah, green. If it's, yeah. not, if it's not green and white, then that's not the right game. You know what Oregon not. Trail was missing that they should update it with? Rape. And pillaging. So today's... Uh, and pillaging. Little, little and Oregon eating rapists. Each, eating each other's flesh when bodies die and you don't have food. Should be called. It should be called Dahmer's Trail. No, wait. <laughs> uh, Donner, sorry. Don, I, I confuse. I always confuse Jeffrey Dahmer with the Donner Party. It's I either say people, Dahmer right? Party or Jeffrey Donner. I just. It's all about eating people. But yes, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's. Trail. Was there a question that you just asked us and we just went? The, oh, the, the, we? No, Dahmer I'm just trying to Miss ruin things. Every two <laughs> all right, we'll get into this. If you can pick three games Ugh. to tell people. We'll get into more. What's this picking? If picking you can games? pick, because you know what? People need limits. <laughs> you can't give them like 20 games. People need limits. If you can pick three games mm-hmm. for someone to buy their, anyone. It doesn't have to. It can be their kid. It can be their boyfriend. It can be their husband, wife, whatever. If you pick three games that they can buy or that they should buy this holiday season, what would they be? You know, if it has to be any particular order. Are we doing board games? Any, yeah, yeah. Well, so. board games, Can I card say games. Tetherball? Don't I'm say tetherball because we <laughs> um, will. We haven't even talked about missing game pieces and how much that hurts. Like, we can. Talk oh about man, mi- losing it? the dog when or you lose the dog in Monopoly when he's gone forever. Why'd you that's lose a the dog? Bad day. You, you lose your thimble. I've never you lost a piece. You know where I keep the dog? Oh my games. god, we keep the dog in the shoe. The time. 
It doesn't fit in Yeah, the his shoe. back legs fit in the shoe and his really? front legs fit on the front of the you know shoe. What's then easier, we start though? playing with pennies. You know what's easier than fitting in in the shoe? Yeah. Keeping all the pieces inside the box, I feel. And then you close the box and you put it away. Right. So we have... That's the adult way to do it. When you're six, you don't really care. When you're six and you're experimenting Guess with what? At the end butt, of Mousetrap, eventually, the guy wasn't in the basket <laughs> right. it wasn't a guy it was like a star wars figure okay and it made it even more fun it's actually that leads us in we'll get to the three uh, three games because actually leads us into something i want to talk about I, apparently this is a kind of a newer game uh, but wes wants to say something sorry i just wanted to expand on that and i have a, a tip because we we have a ridiculous number of games i mean, uh-huh. we, I mean that's why we're doing drunk not drunk is because we have so many games my tip is get a bunch of ziploc bags when you first get a game and when you're separating, you know, looking at the pieces, separate the pieces into the Ziploc bag. It makes a big difference. No, that's like that's definitely a good tip. Yeah, well, I don't lose them now. I'm talking about when you're little. No, there's like like there's a game later that we'll talk about that has little tiny round cardboard pieces, and they roll on the floor, and they get that under the is. couch. And, Mommy, West told me to get Ziploc bags. <laughs> and then put your head in the plastic bag. This uh, broadcast brought to you by Rape. I'm kidding, you guys. Do you do you know you said broadcast? I said broad. Kind of, oh, okay. That's just the broadcast. way I was. I was looking down and. Ellen picks everything. Well, because broadcast would be a good name for a rape podcast. <gasps> See, I'm a genius, and I didn't even know it. I am going to hell. Oh, geez. But when it comes to pieces, there's actually a, de- a decent game. I haven't played it yet, but I've read about it so much. Uh, called Morphology. Have you heard of this? Have you heard about this game? Have you heard of this? this is my Jay Leno impression. Have you heard about this game? Is he, have you heard about this game, guys? Is it's he bad? Morphology. Wow, you went like from really bad British to like, I don't know, New York or something. Hey, let me uh, tell you about this game, guys. <laughs> uh, uh, it, it actually looks so weird as Jay Leno impression. This is definitely turning into a broadcast. This might be a good uh, drunk knock drunk game. You get it, it's kind of like the clay part of cranium, but mm. you get people to guess words with a handful of I- random items they put in the box, like beads and blocks and and string, and you get a word and you have to use these items uh, and only the items to get people to guess the word. So it's it's charades with things. Does that make sense? So yeah. you can't talk; you just have to build something. Yeah, it's or Pictionary, you... but instead of drawing, you you use these items, and then I guess as, as you move along the game board, you get more options. You have to do more things with them. And speaking of missing pieces, it's like a great game where it's like you can just add shit to it. It's like, hey, now we're going to use this cup. Let's put the cup in, mm-hmm. or or we lost all the beads, so now we have these anal beads we can use instead. <laughs> I. I Broadcast. I feel like this Broadcast. should have been more of a more of a clean episode. It really should have. For, it really should have. You're gonna have to do a lot of it. It really should have, but it's not. Good. I mean, it sounds fun. That's one of the newer games that I was like, okay, that's that sounds like a new spin on something that people might enjoy. The way you uh, explained it, um, as you go around the board, you get more things to do. What if we did a battle royale board game where, like, you get like a little people? bag and then you have to go around and if you catch up to someone in the same square, you look in your bag and you see if you can kill them with something. And if they look in their bags, I have a garbage can lid, which I still think is hilarious in the movie. Right. And then they have a sword. I that piece gets I taken seen out. It. I saw the oh, hunger game. Oh, teddy bear. Sorry. No, it's okay. I know what it's about. I didn't ruin it. You it's, have what? It's on my Netflix uh, no, queue. You should, you should secret. That's not a bad idea, but that that again is still just like a different version of, say, Risk or something where it's like you're trying mm-hmm. to. Well, it's just on board games. It's, it's like, like I'm it's next like to evil you. Candyland. I think is sort of yes. what you're saying. Yes. That's, or trouble. Yeah, but you get that's more actually, as you go. I think you should yeah. get more that's weapons actually not as you go. A, 
bad idea. No, really, I mean, I wonder if I should cut this part out so that we can do it. Yeah, we should make it. <laughs> hey guys, Hi, I have man. this idea for a battle royale game. <laughs> now it's gonna sound like it's my idea. <laughs> And so, and so when Jenny, wants. when Jenny sues me, I'll be like, Hey, I've been recording this whole thing on my phone. So, uh, okay. Back to this three games. Oh, we're back to that. that three games that you think people buy? should buy for people. I mean, I feel like cranium for me, one of them is going to be cranium. We can go round table if you want cranium. If you guys don't know cranium or if you want a game, it's just a party game and it's fun as hell. And you can play. You can play with a bunch of people because then you can split. You can play with four people. You can play with three people really, and you're each in a team. But I've played with twelve people, and we've had like three teams of four. Right. Or you can play with four teams of three. That's the thing. It's it's it's. <laughs> or you can play you with can six play with teams two. of two. Yeah. Four people. Yeah. Or two teams of six. <laughs> or you know, it's good for math because then you try to figure out how many teams you should have the people you have. But honestly, it's like it's it just combines trivia and Pictionary and charades and sculpting, and it's. Just just a fun game and it's probably my favorite game ever cranium is my number one choice what's your number two and three i oh, know you go we'll, we'll go oh, around the table i don't know well, we might have some that that are the same i'm gonna go with my my desert island game then um to start dixit with. dixit yeah it's like i said it's you you don't it, any age can play it um any language and it's beautiful i mean it really is like when you see it it's like a work of art, and there's like three different versions of it now, I think. Can I just um, put all three of my answers into making an air hockey table? If you table? say tetherball, <laughs> yeah, I, right. you I might get violent. buy someone a mini air hockey table like we had when we were little, man, I'll tell you. Uh, Those no, are fun. Cards Those Against fun. Humanity is definitely number one. I okay. never laugh so hard in That's my life. also on my list, so that's good. That's good to know because that's not one of mine, so now I don't have to say it. There's two ways to get it, too. You can get it through their website. Just Google Cards Against Humanity because I'm assuming maybe that's just a website. But you can also, if you get like little card stock like Wes did, you can print them out on sheets and then just cut them out and just play for free. I mean, well, it's going to cost you card stock. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's significantly cheaper than buying the actual. Honestly... This is a Cards Against Humanity is a game that's worth paying money for. It's awesome that they allow you to have a, a free version. Um, they actually give you, you you basically download a PDF and it's got everything you know sectioned out, and then they give you the instructions like this is the card stock that you should use, and this is where we this is where you can get a plastic storage case for it, and um, they're really cool about that. However. Absolutely, a game that's worth spending money on. Yeah. Cards Against Humanity. It's you get a little box, and the cards are a little nicer. They're a little bit bigger, and they have an expansion pack. But I think you can only. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I think you can only get it online now, though, right? I think you, you might only, be able to get I think you've only ever shops. been able to get it online. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure about that. But but just so you know, just to reiterate, it is a very adult game. It'd yeah. be funny if it's like, oh, I got you guys Cards Against Humanity, and then it's like Smegma. You know, don't get it for your kids. It is not a kids game. If you want the kids version of Cards Against Humanity, the original. Apples to apples. Disney apple to apples. Oh, do they have Disney apple to yeah. Is it fun, though? I don't know. Never played it. Oh, well, I'm sure apples to apples has different versions, several different versions now. Right. But uh, if you're looking for something for your kids, apples to apples. If you're looking something for the adult, Cards Against Humanity. All right, is my turn? It's your yeah, turn. Yeah, number two. Uh, <laughs> let me see here, because I actually have Cards Against Humanity. You know what? I'm going to put something, because uh, there's the, cla- the classics are always classic, so... Even though Monopoly is my, you know, one of my favorites, and Triple Yahtzee and Scattergories are all great, these are all just obvious choices. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pick one that I actually have never played, and that's only because I want to get it, and I've already talked about it. It's Morphology. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that I actually do want. So I feel like, and I feel like it's been on like a bunch of top ten games of the year lists. So I'm assuming that people actually like it too. Cool. Um, oh, this is tough. 
How did you not? I thought you came prepared with a list. I, I have a list, but you're telling me to narrow it down. <laughs> How many are on your list? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, seventy nine, eighty, eighty one, eighty ten, ten, including Dixit and Cards Against Humanity, which we've already talked about. So I have eight more. But okay, but we can, you know, I'll try and narrow it down. Just pick one, and then we'll give you, we'll give you Wes. West time. King of all. The the option to tell us a couple more that we can discuss. Okay, I'm going to go with um, a very affordable game called Flux. And there's a whole bunch of different versions. It's a card game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I played that one. Flux is... I have uh, I have a couple versions of it. I have the Monty Python and the Holy Grail awesome. version. Oh, wow. And I have the pirate version. There's also a... I'm already sold with Monty Python. I didn't know yeah, that there was a game with that. They have a, they have a family version. And they have Star Flux, which I really want to get. But the... Because it's Christmas time. Star Fox? Flux. Oh, I'm sorry. Star Fox? The reason it's called (laughs) Flux is the rules change as you play the game. So they're always in Flux. And they also make a Back to the Future card game, um, which I think is similar, but with the events of Back to the Future in it. I will now, now I'm in a decision. Monty Python or Back to the Future. Yeah, right? So basically, the basic rules are everybody gets three cards, and on your turn, you draw one, and then you play one. Mm hmm. And you have cards that are called keepers, and you put them in front of you. So, like on the Monty Python one, yeah. you might get uh, King Arthur. So, you, so King Arthur is your keeper. And then, as people keep playing, they're adding rules and they're adding goals. So, you play mm-hmm. a goal card, and it says the person who has a cow and a catapult wins the game. So now everybody's trying to put the cow and the catapult in front of them. Oh, that's cool. I like it. And then you keep playing, and somebody introduces a, a rule card that says draw three so now you draw three cards every turn but you're still only playing one and a little bit later somebody puts down a card that's play four now you're drawing three and you're playing four so the rules are are constantly changing mm-hmm. and on Monty python they have a special card um where on each of your turns if you sing a song from a monty python song a uh, movie or their album or whatever um then you get to draw an extra card in the pirate game if you talk like a pirate you get to draw an extra card, and if you continue to do it the whole time, then on your next turn and every turn after, while you're talking like a pirate, you get to draw two cards extra. Do you so, do you work for this company? I don't, but it, it's a. It, but you're asking me what, like you what should. game should people buy? It, this is, it's a really. It sounds fun. It's like I think I got. Um, I remember you telling me about it. I thought I think, we played. I think it. I got the pirate one for like eleven bucks, and so it's like it's really small. It actually can fit in a stocking. And was it's this a, just in store, really, a regular store? I got it on Amazon. I buy a lot on Amazon. Okay. Um, I buy some some games from like the comic book store, some games from Barnes and Noble or gotcha. Target, but um, so online. But I mean, Amazon honestly, is a good online, place to get any of these games are going to be cheaper. Amazon's great, yeah. and if you're a Prime member, you get it in like two days for free. Jeez, so. like uh, he works for Amazon. <laughs> no, I mean you know it's a tip. It's a good tip for people, you know. <laughs> hey, I got a tip for you. I Rape. Guess. <laughs> oh man. Broadcast. Oh jeez. Uh, Take a shot every time you hear the word broadcast. Broadcast. <laughs> uh, Jenny. Hello. No tetherball. No Give us tether another ball. game. And no air hockey. No air hockey. I love air hockey, though. I do, too. It could be, um, cl- be classic. You don't have you to be like You know what classic us. I played all the time? Sorry. I played that shit out of that game. Yeah, I remember I playing Sorry game. a lot. Is that even still out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. Oh, well, sorry. then get, go get Sorry. <laughs> hey, do they still sell Monopoly, guys? Hey, is that still out? Hey, Pot Cheesy, you heard of this hey, game? Oh, hey. You heard of this game? Or Trouble. Remember Trouble? You yeah, with the sorry, automatic bubble. But so, no, Sorry and Trouble are sorry. along those classic. I haven't classic. seen Sorry in a long time. No, no. It's a, really? It's, yeah. It's well, everyone, uh, for Christmas, I'd like you to get me Sorry. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. Uh, oh, sorry, I forget. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. All right, number three. Actually, I did three. 
Did you do three? You did. No, I did yeah, because Cards Against Humanity. No, we, uh, Cards Against Humanity was on my, uh, my you, list. But you so have to three. do another one. Nope, it's on my list. What? You can't. It's on my list. That's how it works. He's a cheater. Was Cards Against okay. Humanity on your list too? I mean, it's on my big list. It's yeah, one of the but seventy-six. I, was, but I have okay. like do another one. Do another one. Uh, let's go with Gloom. Which one's which Gloom one's is another card game, mm-hmm. and the, the cards are transparent. Oh, fancy! And um, he got that on Amazon. Oh, actually, I bought oh, that one Bob, in the store. It's fancy, but you can you can get it on Amazon, and you can. Um, there's a bunch of expansions for it, and basically. Um, you have in the basic set, you have four families, and each family consists of, I think, five. Let's characters. keep this one under five minutes. Trying, okay. It, but this is, I want to explain this so no, people I understand. Totally have time. Just, I totally so, agree. Go on. Jerk. Um, so you have, I think, five members in each family, and all the families are sort of kind of goth. Like one's like of course they are. these people who run a dark carnival, and another <laughs> one is like kind of like an Adams family kind of group. And so, so there's four families in the basic set. And you put the characters in front of you, and the cards you have in your hand, you can play on your characters, or you can play on opponents' characters. But the object of the game is to tell the story of your family and how they died. And the object of the game is to have terrible things happen to your family and eventually kill them. Okay. And you That's have, great. And you have Kids neg- love that and one. So you want negative points, right? So you'll play a card, and it might say, left at the altar. And so then you're telling the story of how your person was left at the altar, and you're building the story bigger and bigger and bigger. And then as you're playing stuff on other people, you're also incorporating things into their story. So it's like basically four people telling a story. So it's all via cards, though. It's not like you're creating anything. No, you're it's, picking cards, and you're hoping it's it's basically the opposite of life, the game of life. No, because there's no there's no like making things up in the game of life. Like this no, but is, that's what I'm, so you're saying there is making things up in this that's game. What, that's what I'm saying is you're telling a story. You're making up a hmm. story. So you have the left at the altar or choked on a chicken bone yeah, and that would kill your character but you have to explain how they choked on the chicken bone you have to tell the story of how that happened to your character yeah but is there is there points for that because like what if I get choked on the chicken bone it's like oh crap I ate a sandwich I choked on chicken bone I'm dead can that be my story that could be but that's kind of boring yeah but that's my story because I just want to win yeah well that's why we want to play with you oh but no but so so here's the thing so you have your negative point cards and you're telling the story to all your characters and eventually there's cards that allow you to kill them you can only kill them if they have negative points. Mm-hmm. There are positive point cards, and generally you play those on opponents. Yeah. And so you're telling about the good things that happen to the other people. So people can play positive points on you. Wes had a baby and got a promotion. Right. Type of stuff. <laughs> Not really, but yeah. Um, no, but I mean, that's, that would be sure. good stuff. Found true love. Because the game of life is, yeah. ah, you just got do. married. Oh, you got a really great job. They're a little more, yeah, they're a little more specific, like finding true love or... Gotcha. Choking on chicken bone. So, so what you're saying because it does sound like a fun game, and I yeah. do like the the twist where you're trying to kill yourselves. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it really is just a card game. I mean, I understand you're you're telling your, the story elements you're creating crucial, but, yeah. a story because it's fun to tell. Oh, it'd no, be it's, it's a rule. I mean, it's it's part okay. of the game, but it's all based on the card. Yes, and your story is kind of like kind of defrosting, yeah. making right. it more fun and creative. Right. Okay, I like it. I would literally spend thirty minutes. On the story about how I choked on a chicken. That's the thing. I don't, I, want, I don't there. want to sit there for through a third minute story. I would, I would improv the shit out of that. I, yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. It's, it's especially good for people who are writers or actors or just people who you know think creatively. <laughs> yeah. Jenny would get uh, a choked on a chicken bone, and you'd be like, "Well, in order to tell this properly, I have to go back to my grandma. Let's go back to the beginning. Um, I have to go back to the beginning. Four. I actually have to go farther back. Wait, actually, what came first? 
the chicken or the egg. Once we figure that out, I will tell you about second grade. <laughs> exactly. And then we will move on to And college. that's when I would literally kill myself so that I could <laughs> get out of the game. And you guys, we win. listen, that's how you win. You just cheat. They quit. You filibuster it. Yeah. It's like, all right, guys, we need to, I need to go. Jenny wins. Uh, Jenny, your turn. Third game to tell people to buy this holiday. Season. Yeah, I haven't played a board game in so long. Oh, um, God, you came. I mean, I have. No, I, I mean, I have, but... I, <laughs> Sorry, I just snorted. It's like the ones that are out now, they're it all doesn't like have to be different it, versions it, it of... Does, yeah, um, but pick a classic. I think Boulder Dash, then. Did I already say that? No, I we didn't. We talked about it earlier, but It you was didn't. your Desert Island game. But yeah, that you picked Boulder my, Dash. Uh, what was your... First one, I already No, forgot. Cards Against Humanity was, but then you guys changed it because I said Tetherball. Tetherball. Have you only uh, done two? I thought, you did, I thought this was your third. No, I did. Cards Balder Against Dash Humanity. No, sorry. Uh, cards, oh, sorry. sorry. Thank you. Thank and you. then this one because it's just so, so Balderdash. Funny. And that's it's the one. so fun to write down the definitions and really make them sound like like in Apple, you know, Apples mm-hmm. Apples to Cards Against Humanity, you're putting stuff in that uh, is supposed to be funny. It doesn't make any sense because they're not the right definition. But in this one, you really literally think... What sounds medical and scientific? What mm-hmm. sounds this? And the things people, I'm telling you, you'll just laugh and laugh. When it comes down to it, the classics like Monopoly, I mean, there's Star Wars. There's any any movie, Doctor Who, any movie or TV show that's that's pop culture, popular and famous, mm-hmm. they've probably made a Monopoly game out of it. Yep. So that's kind of cool, fun gift for people because Monopoly is always great, but you can find the one that they truly love. Like I have the Star Wars Monopoly. Baseball. I like Trivial Pursuit. Trivial Pursuit's a good one. Trivial Pursuit is great because it also does different versions like Disney and and 20th Century. But if you ever played original Trivial Pursuit, who the hell knows those answers? Nobody. Because I don't know who handled one in 1926. Yeah, but finally, I remember the day I played that. I grew up playing that and I never won. I never got any pieces of pie. I was a total loser. Everything I did. And then one day I won. (laughs) A real live no, no Disney, no nothing. Trivial Pursuit game. I won, and I will never forget that day. It was the only day I ever got pieces of pie. I won. I went the whole. G- I'll never forget. It was and it. she's talking about literal pieces of pie. Yeah, yes. that she ate. Yeah. I'll tell you, my she's gonna freak out when she hears it. My mother is like the queen of Trivial Pursuit. I've never seen anybody play Trivial Pursuit better than my mom. Anybody older than us is probably better at it too, though, yeah. because they actually have more knowledge about things in the 20s. That's why, in addition to the original Trivial Pursuit, we own the pop culture oh, Trivial yeah, Pursuit. They have, they yeah, in the 90s. Now. Yeah, and I the can 90s do, Oh, I want to play that one. Ooh, Fun fact. That one. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, guys. Year 2000, it was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. You were? You were? Awesome. Mm-hmm. How'd you do? With Regis Philbin. It was back in the day when they did the, the, the 10, mm-hmm. the ten uh, fastest finger things. Um, I choked. Oh. Uh, it was a very popular episode, though. This is why. Because there was a film question, and I was in film school at the time. And it was a uh, put these John Williams scores in order of their release oh, for wow. the movie. And it was like Superman, Star Wars. And I knew the answer, yeah. but I reversed it. And oh, I think what wow. happened was I, I, I reversed it. And I obviously was done first. Because you can, you can hear the clicks. I was done. The guy next to me came right after me. And he looked at me. And he's like, yo, shit, you got it. And I was like, oh, shit, I got it. And then it came up and my thing didn't light up. And I was like, what? And I put it the wrong way. I did most recent to... Crap. To, yeah. And so the guy that was like, oh, shit, you got it. Got it. Uh, he went up. Got out on the first question. Lame. Yeah. And this, I forget his name, but during lunch, they, they, you know, you meet everybody. And he was funny enough telling me, I don't know anything about nursery rhymes. 
I, I can't answer his question. And this is not a lie because it's on YouTube. I'm not going to tell you where to find it because <laughs> it's on YouTube. His first question was a nursery rhyme question. It was wow. something about blackbirds and pies and one of those. And but they didn't know that because it's not like they were like, it's like, oh, let's find out. Because they're it, legally their questions are already picked for that episode. He got out. A couple weeks later, I see him on Rosie O'Donnell, back when Rosie O'Donnell show was really popular. She was trying to set him up on dates on the show because he was the guy who got out on the first question and he was single and he was, you know, decently attractive. And so he got all this stuff because he got on the first question. And I'm just sitting there thinking, oh, you know, (laughs) that could have been me. me. You should do a nursery ram podcast. Possibly. I'm I'm totally serious, too. I'm not disagreeing with you. That's actually a good idea. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Stay tuned. Next year. We got dinosaurs coming up. We got time travel part two coming up. <laughs> Disney. We've got Doctor Who coming up. We've got oh, Disney part two coming up. Has anybody seen the BBC and we've got uh, version of Doctor Who? I mean, uh, actually not. <laughs> yeah, Doctor I've Who. seen yeah, that. Yeah, we've seen the I'm BBC sorry, version I'm retarded. of Doctor Who. The new Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Any chance? Yeah. You don't yeah. like it? No, I love it. No, it's great. Cumberbatch is amazing. Yeah, way better than that really lousy American CBS I haven't version. seen Elementary. I haven't seen, but it got picked up. Joan Watson. Can I just say that? And can we all just? Pretend it doesn't nod? exist. Yeah, I, I, I have no. I, I watched a little bit of it, but uh, unfortunately for Sherlock fans, uh, I posted this on my blog a couple of weeks ago. It's not coming back to like 2014. That's awesome, though. Uh, well, only I'm because. Glad it's back. Well, no, Martin. Uh, uh, what's his name? Martin. Sh- Martin Freeman. She, Martin Freeman uh, is in the Hobbit, right. so so he's got to do Hobbit stuff this year. And then uh, Benedict Cumberbun is in um, Star Trek. Is in Star Trek. Amazing. Uh, and he's got to do stuff. I and then used to watch the teaser, him. by the way. I'm not watching. And then the showrunner, uh, the executive producer of Sherlock, is the same person who does Doctor Who. So yeah, they're, so they're yeah. Stephen Moffat is doing Doctor Who. You just made my day by telling me that was coming back because I was really upset. Um, I didn't think it, Sherlock. Oh no, yeah, yeah 2000, I didn't think it was coming yeah. back. I'm very happy. 2014. So I just realized that. I only pick card games for my Dixit's my, my three uh, game. Dixit's, Dixit's a card game. Flux is a card game, and Gloom's a card game. Okay, pick a board game. Board. Pick a board game. Um, I'm gonna go with The Walking Dead. Um, really? There so that's are, a failing new one. Yeah, there are two versions of it. There's a TV version which you shouldn't buy, and then there's a comic book version which you should buy. You don't have to know anything about the comic. It technically takes place pretty early in the comic there's if you've read it um all these characters are alive um that are no longer alive on the comic you have a board and um, and it's a game there's Yay. like there's like kind of like hexog- hexagonal 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 well, let's go with hexagonal. it hexagon hexagonal um, sure. makes sense spaces and you can move you know x like i think 3 spaces per turn and there are various um like hideouts, like there's like the gun shop and Wiltshire Farms and the prison, mm-hmm. and um, your the object is you get um, a card that says uh, it's like a secret card that that's a secret location. The object is to get to that location and scout it to see if there's any zombies there. And the object of the game is to scout three locations and then you win the game. But in order to scout a location, there's like criteria that you have to hit you have to roll a certain number of things or you have to have a certain number of survivors or have a certain amount of gas or food and then you can also pick up gas and food along the way and you can pick up other survivors and the survivors give you extra dice to roll so there's you know you have to fight zombies you might have to defeat six zombies and survive so um you know some characters are like hero characters so they have like blue dice and some characters are kind of more violent characters and they have red dice Right, <laughs> and then um, and then there's aliens with the green dice. And if you if you run out, if you I guess those would be zombie dice. Run out of rolls, or you know you don't defeat enough zombies, 
um, you can use the black dice, which is the gun, if you have ammo. But if you use the gun, it attracts zombies, and you have to place little zombies in a circle around the space <laughs> that you're at. And, uh, and what ends up happening, and every time you move, you have to put a zombie on the space that you just left. So the idea is zombies are constantly following you in the game, and mm. if you have six people playing the game, there's zombies all over the board. That's funny. Everybody That's starts cute. in different spots. So, have you, so this is the comic book version yeah. of the board game. And have you played the TV version of the board yeah, game? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so it's completely different. It's a different game. That's that's kind of weird. I guess they just want to put things out. But uh, so if you're listening at home, the Walking Dead comic book version of the board game is the good one, not the TV right. version. And you can tell because one is drawings of people and one's actual photographs of the cast members. So <laughs> there you go. And there if you is. like the Walking Dead. You should listen to the Zombies podcast yes. of Bad Sloth. Because you had where we Cena had Grace on Cena there. Grace on, who was the editor of The Walking Dead comic uh, for Skybound, basically. Uh, he does his own thing now. Uh, Not My Bag. I'll give him a little pro- plug. Uh, Not My Bag is his new comic, which is, which is great. One, is that a, only, one, only one more game, huh? Only yeah. one more game? Uh, you only get to talk about one more game? Well, got a whole list of games. <laughs> Well, this was just supposed to be a special episode, not a two-hour episode. I, I can whip through this really quick. <laughs> Here's the thing. One game I do want to mention that I like, because you, you introduced me to, is Midget, which is also a Munchkin. Part, a Munchkin. Oh, that's I on think the list. <laughs> awesome. That's on the Good list. Um, Munchkin. It's, it's actually is, uh, pronounced Little Person. Yeah. <laughs> the Little not Person board okay. game. It, it's actually okay. called Munchkin, and I enjoyed that game. It's a card game. Yeah. Uh, look into it. But uh, I, I just want to go back, because... Uh, Back to Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't, are they still popular? I don't know. But I loved them back in the day. My wife's little brother plays Yu-Gi-Oh. Damn. I think he just went to like a tournament. Does something. he have money? Awesome. Does he have money? Does he have white people I money? I still have my Magic. Oh, does he want to buy cards? Does he Maybe. Buy cards? I have cards that are like 10 years old. So they might be something. And my Magic cards are probably 20 years old. So they might be worth some. Maybe. Hey, if anybody would like to purchase Magic and or Yu-Gi-Oh cards, <laughs> contact me at badslothlove at AOL.com. That's badslothlove at AOL.com. That is the actual email address, too. And yes, I do use AOL because I love it. <laughs> All right, go whip through some games. Okay. Uh, Wait, what's Munchkin about, though? Munchkin Munchkin's a little bit, a little Dungeons and Dragons-y, but it's... Done kind of tongue in cheek. So do you get to grow if you go around the board? Yeah, but you use cards. You use cards. <laughs> use cards, and there t- there is a version no, that has a board that. that you move up and you're trying to get to level ten. But um, it's it's tongue in cheek. So people who aren't into Dungeons and Dragons or who might make fun of Dungeons and Dragons will actually enjoy the game. And there's a whole bunch of different versions. There's the basic version, which is Dungeons and Dragons. I have um, the zombies version, where you're a zombie instead of the people, and the enemies are the people. Uh, the con- the superhero version, um, where you're fighting. You, know, you have a lot of versions of every game, right? You have a lot of. I told you, I have a huge board game. Library. People with a lot of versions are usually virgins, but I'm Wes just is married. Trying to figure okay, out right. how to. That's how you make that. work. That's how you work it. That's how you work it. I wish I was brilliant. Uh, but the the cool thing about Munchkin is you can combine. And actually, you can do this with Flux as well. You can um, combine all the different Munchkins and and have like <laughs> a zombie superhero version of the game. So, uh, on my list, I also have a, a really fun party game called Curses. Is this a board board game? You played this actually. It's yeah. a it's okay. a card game. Um, it's got a little bell Still that you the set. Card, in the, all card games. The card games are good. I know they are. Um, you set a little like bell in the middle of the table, and every turn you have to you have to complete an objective. So you draw a card, an objective card, and it says convince the person to your right to change to your long distance plan, and you have to try mm. to do it no matter what. That's that's the rule. Is you have to try. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be convincing. But you have to try. <laughs> When you succeed, you get to draw a curse card and give it to anybody else on the at the table. 
and the curse might be um, talk like a pirate. Mm-hmm. They have to do that for the rest of the game. Oh, that's if they mean. break their curse, if somebody catches them not doing it, they ring the bell and then address it. <laughs> it was a and, fun game. Yeah, I and then they it. have to flip the card over. Yeah. When you break three curses, you're out of the game. But the curses go on top of each other. So you might get talk like a pirate. Then you might get talk like a leprechaun. So now you're talking like a leprechaun pirate. This sounds fun. Yeah, it's a thing. Game. It's a great thing. Here's the thing about this game. I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but. One downfall I feel like like mm-hmm. it has is there are sometimes where someone has to do all these things, yeah. and not everybody's kind of on top of what they should do. Which I, it, it's a very it's a game where you actually have to pay a yeah. lot of attention. Yeah, you really do. Uh, so if you're drunk and or just want to play for fun, you'll probably miss a lot of stuff, which is yeah. still fun. But it's it's more of a you re, you want to pay attention so you can get people, which is why it has not appeared on drunk or not drunk not drunk yet for <laughs> the. Uh, nerdier or geekier of of us there's another game called which is uh, probably everybody who yeah, listens, everyone is going to listen to this Hello. there's Hi. a there's a game called elder sign and it's um it's an arkham horror game and they have a whole bunch of different series but it's it's based in like sort arkham of the, asylum no it's based on like a, the lovecraft universe so cthulhu mm-hmm. and all the ancient mm-hmm. beings and you're trapped in a museum and there's like there's a crazy amount of characters like 20 is 25 ben characters. stiller there Ben Stiller is not there. Um, so you are going through the museum, and there's like six different rooms you can go to at any time. There's different adventures. Basically, the adventures are like a mummy is in the room or whatever, and you have to roll dice, and you have to roll them in a certain order and get a certain... We played this too. Yeah. We did play it. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's a very complicated game to understand right away, but once you get it, it's it's a great game. So it's for a the, thinking man's game. Yeah, so for the... For the um, for those of you that kind of want something a little, who uh, want Dungeons and Dragons but yeah. don't I was want to say Dungeons a lot of these games that you're saying, like Curse, it sounds fun. Like a lot of them, I, I want to check out. Like Gloom, it kind of sounds interesting. Yeah. But does sound, yeah. do you think Dungeons and Dragons was the was that the first role playing game that kind of started this, or do you think there was something yeah, before? Uh, I'm not sure because that is not a board game, and so it is not in the well, Wikipedia page. I'm just kidding. Actually, uh, what know. people would consider might consider a board game. I don't know. I was sure just wondering, like, because all these kind of sound like it's the role playing. You got to get this. and You got to get that. Which well, that comes from yeah, but I mean, Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons I know it's different because fancy, you had and then you have a dungeon master who's kind of like yeah. coming up with everything. Right. right. Whereas these have actual cards that are telling you. I and I, I wonder if like the reason that the card games are so uh, like you've mentioned a lot and they're really popular is because with cards you can kind of get a lot of different options in a very uh, small amount of space because cards are just... Right. I mean, just uh, logistically. Yeah. I, I guess it makes sense because a stack of cards takes up a couple of inches. A travel game. And uh, so, I mean, it makes sense that, that, that a lot of these are card games. Mm-hmm. Um, so to kind of bridge the, the nerdy and the not as nerdy is a game called Small World, which does have a board and it's a little bit risk-like. I liked that TV show back in the 80s. <laughs> Was um, that the robot? Yeah. Uh, so sex sex bot. Prod. I was twelve too. So it's like, oh, yeah. it's okay then. Yeah. So uh, small world. You have a board. It's it's kind of like Risk. You're trying to conquer different pieces of the land. Um, we have the underground version, so it's like all in caves and stuff. Uh, but you you pick sort of pieces to your character. So you pick um like a troll. And then you get to pick their ability, and there's like a whole bunch of different abilities to pick, and you kind of piece the, the pieces together, and that tells you how many, uh, if you have any special abilities, and how many um, armies you get to put down or whatever. And when you get eliminated, when somebody defeats you, you pick new character and abilities. 
and it's it's actually a, a lot of fun. Um, was, like I said, there's like two or three different versions of it, and there's expansions, and that's a good one too. Uh, and then the last one I have is another card game called Hink Pink, and it's a rhyming game. Um, and some people love it. Um, some people who don't can't think quickly, can't really think on their feet. Is the object to it. get it in the pink? <laughs> Well, this just turned to a medium rare conversation. Get it? Because rare is pink. Never mind. You get a clue, and then you have to come up with a, a rhyme that, that applies to that clue. And there's three different levels. There's a hink pink, which means it's one syllable for each word. A hinky pinky is two syllables. And, <laughs> and a, a hinky pinky And a, a, a hinkity pinkity, which is three. So, for example, um, a drink for a boa constrictor. It's a snake shake. Oh, wait! Is that there only one fun. answer? Or there's you... only one answer. There's only one answer. Or um, a crying father is a hink pink, a one syllable crying father. Sad dad. A sad. Oh dad. my god! I'm a genius. Yep. You so you got it. Here. So, anyways, hink pink. It's got like you know a whole lot of cards, and there there's. I could do that. That sounds fun. There's uh, clues on both sides. Clues and answers on both sides. So there's a lot of a lot of choices. I like that. Yeah. Pink. Hink, hink pink. I don't think it's. I, I don't think it's. And that's go. all I wrote down on my list. First, happy shopping, everyone. Wait, what about mystery date? Oh, oh mystery, mystery date. date. Can we just talk? I forgot I was going to do that. Did Ladies you hear about that news story? The what? Is that what you're going to talk about? No. The news story about mystery date? No. Oh, well, you go first. I was just going to say, ladies, what about mystery date? What's the story? What happened? Uh, there was a news article, I think. I think it's mystery date where a little girl recently wrote to okay. them saying, like, why are there only three girl? Wait, no, I'm not thinking of mystery date. What's the one where you have to guess who the other person <laughs> Oh, um, it's not mystery. The date. one where you pull it. Yeah, uh, shoot. What guess is who it? or something like that? Guess who was guess the who? one where you guess yeah, who? Guess okay, who. I'm thinking of guess who. Never mind. What'd she do? Some six year old sued the company because there were only three girls on there. Something like that. Oh, Jesus, that's but, like the girl that um, they didn't sue. The they, Citadel. they didn't sue. They just wrote them a letter, and there was this whole big thing. But that's guess who. That's not mystery date. Did they change it? Mystery no, mystery date. You get to date, open, a door. You get to open yeah. your door and find your date. You can't even talk about that. <laughs> just way. like real I would life. like to change my desert island answer. Mystery date. There's some. There's some. VHS board games out there too that I'd like to get, but I don't have a VHS player, and they get really expensive now because they don't make them. Yeah. And I'm there's sure there's, one called, there's, there's one called seen it. No, there's seen one it. called Nightmare. That's Ooh. it's like it's like really really bad acting, and there's like a host. I think there's like a Star Trek one where it's like a Klingon has taken over the Enterprise, and you're like you know a member of the ship, and you're you're moving around the board, but you're and you're trying to achieve objectives, but the game is interacting with you. It's like you're supposed to talk to the TV and it responds to you. So it asks you like what your name is. And it's like, what? that's a stupid name. And you're like, I didn't say anything yet. <laughs> oh, punch so it's that to- TV. It's, it's, mm. it's totally bizarre, but it's so, it's like watching a bad movie. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's like Most people a- listening to this that. don't know what a VHS is. VHS. Wes. Well, I would like for them to come out with a DVD they version know what of Blu-rays like are. Yeah. Blu-ray. I, Real quick, because uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up now. Wrapping it. Up. Uh, first role playing game to support solitaire play is Tunnels and Trolls, nineteen seventy five. First role playing game to use a summed dice pool for resolution is Tunnels and Trolls, nineteen seventy five. I don't know if that sound familiar. I don't. Know it why doesn't. I know. None of that sounds familiar. Uh, to me. First role playing game to use a skill system: Bunnies and Burrows. You should save this for the role playing uh, podcast. Uh, tunnels and Trolls. I'm gonna, I'm gonna really be honest. Sounds familiar. There probably won't be a role playing. You say bunnies and trolls sounds familiar. Bunnies and bunnies burrows. and trolls. Uh-huh. No, I didn't. I said tunnels and trolls. <laughs> That's according to this uh, uh, story games dot com. I was going to say something. It sounds you guys like a movie. About. I want to see tunnels and trolls. I want to yeah. see that movie now. Um, you're talking about dice, and you just mentioned it again. Um, I came across a game last night. I think it was called like 
dice apocalypse or something like that. And there's a hundred different kinds of dice in the game that come with the game. That's a lot and of dice. And you move around the board it's and a bag. there's three mm-hmm. different categories on the board and um, you have to do different things based on the categories. So one of the categories might be trivia. And then like, um, and another, so you roll the, you're in the yellow category for trivia and you, the thing, the card you pull says, roll the dice and for um, every number on the dice, you have to name a U.S. capital. Oh, well, I'm out because oh, I suck at that. I can say the 50 states in alphabetical order, but I can't. Right. I don't know any But capitals. sometimes it's like God, you, have to, you have to roll until you roll 17, and you have to just keep doing it until you roll 17. My, my favorite dice game is Yahtzee. It's just a classic. Triple Yahtzee, actually. I play with yeah. my cousins every time I go over. Uh, shout out to Max, Joanna, Jessica, and Samantha. What up? Uh, we play that's the thing about like because they're, they're all way younger than me and that that's one thing we love to do is play board games whenever we go over there it's just exciting because not many people just you just want to play board games sometimes I have, a, I have a really like classic version of yahtzee but I, I want the muppet one there's a muppet yahtzee yeah it's like kermit the frog is the and he's like a little topper that's his head <laughs> and he's buying it right and, now. Uh, he's online right Alan, now that was Alan. me leaving to buy the muppets yahtzee because I did not know that. Yeah, yeah it's a great. Um, well, thanks, guys. This has been a thanks lot of fun. Having. Jenny Brazinski. Bra, hey, bra. What are, what are you up to? Anything? anything? Twitter? Anything? Uh, anything you want to say? I am just starting just to your make life. my thing. I have my first feature film coming out in March. Yay. It's a very small part. So is it I Muppets 2? Rocking and rolling. No, it's not. Oh. Maybe it will be, though. Uh, I got a couple things in the works, but uh, so you have not heard the last of me. Do you, do you have a Twitter, though, that people I, you follow know, you? I, are keep you hearing not, are you that socially it's awkward? Thing. I'm not. I just like I said. I'm all about people like in front of me and talking to you. So I I, I I'm understanding uh, that uh, a Twitter account is what I should be focusing on next to get uh, these kids. You spend, you spend, I, you spend a lot of time with someone who tweets a lot. I do. I do. Uh, so, uh, but I never did MySpace, and I know. Ne- so I'm very. I don't know. I should. I should. You so should start people with could know what's going. Yeah. So just uh, Kids, Wikipedia I'm MySpace. Jenny Brzezinski at my, MySpace. Uh, no, but uh, I'm excited about the future. And Wes, well, you were you, you were on the last one. Yeah. Well, people are getting maybe they haven't heard that. I've gotten emails saying, "Why is Wes always on?" Did you really? I have not gotten any emails. Uh, zero emails. That would be kind of sad. A little <laughs> no, no one said anything. Don't do that, people. Why is he not <laughs> on Don't make me cry. Um, Twitter is Movie Hippo. Follow me, and uh, you'll get the link to Drunk Not Drunk whenever we do it. Yeah, I mean, we'll have it's done. Like once a month. Well, we're doing that tonight, so, and and I will not be putting this out until. No, no, no. But for the next one, if you follow my Twitter and you yes. want to watch Drunk Not Drunk, that's how you're going to find out yeah. about Drunk Not Drunk. They'll probably only want to watch it if I'm on, though. So, <laughs> well, I mean, see. let's be honest, guys. We'll see how it goes. Uh, and if, if you, you win want... tonight, you'll be on the next one because you'll get to defend your championship that's true and if you want to email any of these guys uh you can email me at badslothlove at aol.com and i will forward the message or send me a lovely note because sometimes i like to think that i'm pretty i have a question about your email yeah your bad sloth love yeah is it the love is what's bad the love with the sloth is bad or is the sloth bad and you're giving it love bestiality uh sending me an email would be love for bad sloth email email oh send you an email <laughs> send me some emo. Send me some emo. You want us to cry, guys? Bad, if you want to give Bad Sloth some love, you send him an email. I got gotcha. Bad Sloth love at gotcha. aol.com because Bad Sloth was already taken. You can send him an email or slip him a yeah. ten. Either way, exactly. someone's getting loved. And <laughs> sorry about that. She should yeah. be on every time. She should be on every time, just pouting out poetry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Bad <laughs> underscore Sloth is my Twitter. So uh, thanks, guys. This is a lot of fun. Please email, review, let us know what games you buy, and if you uh, completely disagree with the million games that Wes threw out at you. 
Yeah, let's yeah. fight. Yeah, let's fight. Yeah, let's I'll fight it. you in the parking lot. Whatever happened, happened. Oh, no. Did I get in it? I'm editing all this oh. up. I'm editing you out completely, Wes. Yeah, that's funny.